Chagigat of Chafam at Aleph Shir number two. We're right in the middle of the Amud. First word of the line is Hapoisla. So the Gemara asks, Umi ikaniti palka. We've just come off a case where a person was guarding an object for certain types of tumma, but not for other types of tumma. And this is what the Gemara refers to as a half shmira, a half guarding, or in the words of the Gemara here, Natirusala palka, half guarding. Is there such a thing? asks the Gemara. Says the Gemara in, yes, there is. Vahatani, as it says in Abraisa, if a person sticks his hand into a basket and the basket is on his shoulder and the, the little shovel is inside the basket and he was, his intention was to guard the basket but not to guard the uh, shovel from contact with something which is tamay. The basket can be considered pure and the magreif for the shovel, because you didn't have intent to guard it, is considered tame. The Gemara asks, Hasal tahar, how can the, the basket be tame, uh, be tahar? Tetame hamagreif for lasal. Why doesn't the shovel, which is, ta, uh, which is now tame, impure, why doesn't that impurify and contaminate the basket which it's, uh, in which it's sitting? Says the Gemara, the reason is, is because ain'kli metamekli, because one vessel cannot be metame another vessel. Asks the Gemara again, basal. So then, why doesn't the shovel, which is impure, impurify that which is inside the basket, the fruits or whatever is inside the basket? So Amar Ravina, Ravina says, Oimer, the case is with the guy who says shemartiv midavar shemetamoi v'loy midavar because he can testify that he was guarding it from something which would transmit tumah to the object on his shoulder to the degree where that would then transmit tumah to something else. So from that type of tumah he guarded it. But from a contamination which would render the shovel tame, but not to the degree where it could transmit that tumah to something else, that he didn't guard it. In other words, he guarded it from a high level of tumah, he didn't guard it from a low level of tumah. In which case, the shovel could have become tame, but it wouldn't have become tame to the degree where it would transmit tumah to that which is inside the basket. So therefore we see that there's a half guarding. You guarded it from major tumah, but you didn't guard it from lesser tumah. Right? So that would explain, that would answer and bring a proof that there is such a thing as Natirusala Palga, half guarding. Now the Gemara says, Mikol Makam Kasha. At the end of the day, we've still got a difficulty. Because up above we said that if a person, we were a few cases where a person was guarding an object under the assumption that the object was something else, we had the case of the Shabbos clothing, and he thought it was he thought it was weekday clothing. We also had the case of the two women whose clothing became swapped with one another. And also in, in both those cases, we said that it wasn't considered a good enough guarding. And then afterwards, we had a case where a person was guarding a barrel and he thought it was wine and it turned out to be shaman, oil. And we said that that's fine. So that's a contradiction. For Oid, says the Gemara, furthermore, Another issue is Moisev Rabba Baravur. Rabba Baravur asked a question from a Braisa. He brings a Braisa which says, A woman came in front of Rabbi Ishmael, and she said to him, Rabbi, my master, my, my teacher, I, I sewed this beged, this piece of clothing, in a status of purity. 
in a state of purity, but I didn't have any intent to guard it in the, status, uh, in the state of purity. So Rabbi Yishmael proceeded to investigate and find all the cases and what might have happened, what might have not happened. Amraloi, in amidst those interrogations, Amraloi, she said to him, Rebbe, my teacher, Nida Mashcha Imi Bechevel, that a, an impure woman, a Nida, was drawing the thread with me, which means that, that it could have been that this woman had indirectly moved that item of clothing at some point and therefore rendered it impure. So Amr Rabbi Yishmael, when he heard this, he said, He said, how great are the words of the Chachamim? Because they said that if a person intends to guard it, it's pure. But if a person doesn't have intent to guard it, it's impure. And this was a case where the woman didn't have intent to guard it and it could very well have become impure. Shuv achas, Another case of a woman who came in front of Rabbi Ishmael, Amraloi, she said to him, Rebbe, ma- this piece of cloth I stitched in a state of purity, but I didn't intend to guard it in its purity. And amidst all of the interrogations and questioning that Rebbe Yishmael asked her, Amraloi, she said to him, that at the beginning a, a thread broke, snapped, and I tied it with my mouth, which means that there was potentially saliva on this thread, and the saliva, the saliva of a nida will render a garment impure. So if that piece of thread was still wet at the time when the cloth, when the cloth had uh, increased in size through the stitching to a point where it was makabaltuma, the right size to be makabaltuma, could very well have been that this woman had actually rendered the beged or the mapa impure. And Rabbi Yishmael says the same thing. I'm a Rabbi Yishmael. How great are the words of the Chachamim? Because the rabbis say, the if it was the intent of the person to guard it, then tahor it is considered pure. And but if it wasn't in the intent of the person to guard it, tame it's tame. So that is now another question on the above cases, which seem to draw a differentiation if uh, based on the intent of the person. The above cases that we had at the top of the Amud were cases where a person intended to watch the object, but he thought that it was a different object that he was watching or guarding. And over here, according to Rabbi Ishmael, all he said was, as long as you have intent to guard it, then it's okay. Seemingly, making no difference whether or not you intended to guard it thinking it was A or thinking it was B, doesn't make a difference as long as you guarded it. So now the Gemara is going to resolve this, these, these questions um, uh, against those, those above cases. So the Gemara says, Bishlam al-Rabbi al-Lazabar now, the case of Rabbi Lazabar Tzaddik was where the two women had swapped clothes by mistake, and he rendered them impure. Even though they both had guarded their clothing in a state of purity, nevertheless, it, won, it wasn't good enough, and it's not considered pure. So, the explanation now is going to be, because, Because each woman won't necessarily trust that the other woman with her clothes was guarding it correctly. Each woman will say that the other woman is an, the wife of an Amaaretz, the wife of a simpleton or an uh, ignoramus, 
and therefore she was that she took her mind off it and didn't guard it pro- properly. So therefore neither woman can rely on the efficacy of the shmirah of the other woman, so therefore it's impure. Also we can ask, answer up the case of Rabbi Yonason ben Amram. The case of Rabbi Yonason ben Amram was the case where a person thought that he was holding on to uh, weekday clothing, but in fact he was holding on to Shabbos clothing. Why wasn't that Shmirah good enough? Not, it's not just because he thought it was something else. Really, it's because Kevin de Kalim de Shabbos Avidlehu Shmir Tfei, because a person guards his Shabbos clothes more carefully than he guards his weekday clothes. So therefore, Masach Daitiminahu, therefore it's considered a breach of, of, of intent. Because if, had he known that he was holding Shabbos clothing, he would have guarded them much more carefully. And the fact that he thought that they were weekday clothing means that he wouldn't have given them a proper Shmirah. So that will explain. So really what we're saying at this point is, is that it doesn't matter what item you think it is. If you thought it was A or if you thought it was B, it should be okay. Unless, of course, it makes a difference and that guarding A would be a different type of guarding than you would give B, like Shabbos and weekday clothing. But the case of Rabbi Yonis and Ben Alazar, he says, the case, the case of Rabbi Yonis and Ben Alaza was a case where a person had dropped his shawl that he was keeping in a state of purity, and he asked his friend to pick it up. So we said that while it was in the hand of his friend, it's Tomei, because it wasn't being guarded. But the Gemara asks, Why can't it be considered guarded in the hand of his friend? Meaning he never took his eyes off it. And his friend picked it up and he still watched it. So it should be considered guarded and therefore pure. So why did we rule that it was impure? Um, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan explains, We've got a, a, a rule of thumb that a person never really guards that which is in the hand of his friend. All the time it's in somebody else's hand, he doesn't really guard it. So just to summarize at this point, we said that there were, there were three main cases that we had up above, or really four. The case of a person um, guarding a barrel, thinking it was wine, and it turns out to be shemen. We said that that's fine. And that's going to be the halacha, that even though you thought it was something else, that doesn't make a difference. Your guarding is still a good guarding. Now, to answer up the three cases that we had after, uh, before that, which is the case where the women swapped clothing, there the reason why it's tameh is not because they thought it was something else. It's because they can't trust the other woman's guarding. The case where a person thought that he was holding on to uh, weekday clothing, but in fact he was holding on to Shabbos clothing, the reason why it's Tameh is because the degree of Shmirah that a person normally does on weekday clothing is less than the degree of Shmirah that a person would do on Shabbos clothing, so therefore it's just not good enough. And then the case where we said that, uh, that if, if a person um, dropped his clothing and so he told somebody else to pick it up, even though he was watching it the whole time, the reason why it's considered Tomei is because we, can never, we can't assume that a person, or rather we can assume that a person didn't watch it if it was in the hands of something, somebody else. We sort of say, since somebody else is holding on to it, probably he's looking after it, so you relax your shmirah on that thing. And therefore it is Tomei.